No, 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 nope. No, 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 no. You know, in Columbus, they didn't do a Gary chant. I, fe I bet you feel a little shame now, don't you, Pittsburgh? I didn't know you guys yelled here. We have a guest this evening. Um, the guest tonight is a dude I've known forever. We went to college together. He's a great comedian. He uh, is on the WDVE morning show here in Pittsburgh. Truly one of the best dudes I know. Welcome, Bill Crawford, everybody. My man. Yeah. I already did all the local stuff. And you don't get a mic tonight, so... Bill's just here to sort of sit and watch. <laughs> so anyways, thank you guys very much. Hey! Thanks for being here, Bill. Yeah, thank you very much. My baby. Uh, the dollop is brought to you by Next Evo Naturals. Look, you ever try CBD, but you're like, is, it, is this working? What, I don't know what's, what's going on. Is this a thing? What's happening? If you've ever wondered whether CBD is working, that means it's probably not working. Next Evo Naturals developed smart sorb technology, which is clinically proven to help your body absorb CBD four times better than regular CBD oil. Because guess what? Oil doesn't mix with your water-based body, so that's not good. Nevo Naturals work faster, so when you're trying to get to sleep, you're not going to waste time thinking, is it working? Because you'll be asleep. That's why. I've been using Next Evo Naturals uh, to sleep, to calm down during the day. I'm just less stressed. It relaxes me. I'm sleeping much better. Next Evo's smart sorb technology improves CBD's ability to be absorbed. Gets in your system in as little as 10 minutes. Most CBD oil, uh, which is found in tinctures and gummies and capsules, it gets between 2 and 10% absorption, which is about 90% of what you think you're getting is actually going to waste. Next Evo Naturals are scientifically formulated to deliver more CBD in a way your body can actually use it and fast. It's proven to be 29 times better absorption in the first 30 minutes. So look, get a better night's rest and a better day tomorrow with products from Next Evo Naturals. For up to 25% off subscription orders of $40 or more, use promo code DOLLOP at nextevo.com. That's N-E-X-T-E-V-O.com, promo code DOLLOP. William Nisley McNair was born in Middletown, Pennsylvania. Awesome. Middletown uh, in the house. His parents were uh, well off. He went to Gettysburg College, then Michigan What was the address there? <laughs> huh? no, go ahead. Uh, Michigan Law School, he passed the bar exam in 1903. While at Michigan, he got super into Henry George's single land tax theory. His single what? Land tax theory. Okay. Nice. We've talked about this before a couple times. Yeah, yeah. Why don't you tell Bill what it is? Yeah. <laughs> a very simple definition that'll probably make people mad. George uh, said excessive land ownership can screw over anyone without land. <laughs> so the only tax that should exist is a land value tax. Okay. So And that, that would solve all problems. Right, which is why we won't do that. <laughs> also, it's a stupid idea, but yeah. Right. Told you it was dumb. 
So William moves to Pittsburgh in 1904. Wow. More people in uh, Middletown than oh, Pittsburgh. Yeah. Interesting. Eh. Oh, what's, there's tension. It's, what's uh, happening right now? I don't know. Wow. Not so great is what I get from the hometown crowd. Uh. He met Helen Seep, and they, quote, kept company for the next 10 years. They banged. They, kept, they didn't get married. They, they right. kept company. They had two kids. Right. So, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, so they banged. Yeah. Yes. He finished inside. All right. <laughs> no. You know what I'm talking about? No, I'm not going to fist bump you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's what... I know where my bump sputtered. <laughs> uh, politics ran in the family... His brother would become the mayor of Harrisburg. He had a... So there might be a few cities named tonight. Yeah. Uh, they had an uncle that became governor of Missouri. Another brother became the Burgess of Middletown. Uh, and then in 1909, William ran for... Is it Allegheny? Alleg Allegheny. Allegheny. Allegheny County District Attorney. Yeah. And he lost. Nice. And then he ran for both judge and district attorney at the same time in 1911. Yeah, perfect. And lost both. Nice. Oh. What if he won both? I don't know. What's the plan then? I He's don't like, know. well, I'll tell you who I like is that new DA. He's awesome. And me. <laughs> uh, he ran for Secretary of Internal Affairs in 1914. Nice. And this is when he finally married Helen. Their honeymoon was campaigning, so she drove the campaign car while he gave oh. speeches. Romantic. Yeah, hot, for sure. Yeah. Uh, Lamb Monopoly was his whole issue. Uh, he lost. Nice. Right. Then so it's not going great. No. Right. And he ran for Pittsburgh mayor in 1921. Let me guess. He lost. He lost, yeah. Yeah. Lost. Is he trying to win any of these? Or? <laughs> He ran for the U.S. Senate in 19. I like how he's going to the Senate next. He's like, I was just thinking small potatoes. Let's go for the whole enchilada. I want to be the president of the United States of America. Who's with me? Nobody. All right. <laughs> he lost. Hey. He did get one million votes, though. Okay. And in 1932, the state Democratic Party boss, uh, the reason they want, they just figured that they, I mean, at this point, Republicans had totally dominated for, like, decades, so they just figured they would run this guy and he would lose. Right. And then, you know. He, but he was a good speaker, so he could push FDR's New Deal, so that's the whole idea. Just get him out there, push a New Deal, and he'd okay. lose. The Pittsburgh Press endorsed him. He was repeatedly mocked by opponents for his single land tax plan. Sure. But then Dems won huge. Massive landslide, and William, he's now 57 years old, and he is mayor. He was described as slim, straight, and energetic. Nice. The Pittsburgh press called him, quote, an unusual man. <laughs> he gnawed his way to the top. <laughs> an unusual man. Thank you for that endorsement. I don't think you read what we wrote. Thank you so much. <laughs> uh. 
Now, while he was campaigning, he said that he would have an office in uh, the lobby at City Hall. Sure. Like in the lobby lobby or like... Yeah, in the lobby. Hello. To make him... Sitting in a revolving door. Right. More accessible to the people. Sure. So the first day, sure enough, he was in the lobby from 8.10 to 8.30, just sitting at a plain white table. Um, For 20 minutes? An orchestra came and played (laughs) also in the lobby while he held office (laughs) hours. Sorry, he was in the lobby for 20 minutes? No, uh, oh. hour, hour and 20. Oh, hour 20. Okay, I thought you said from 8.10 to 8.20. No, 8.10 to 9.30. Okay. And during that time, an orchestra played. Um, mm-hmm. A destitute man came to him and asked for help getting coal to heat his house. Okay. And William said, quote, why come see me? Go out and dig some. There's a ton of it around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. just fine. <laughs> Bite some holes in the earth like I did. (laughs) Oh, fuck. I love warm milk. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we're big milk guys. Uh, Really, phlegm that throat up. (laughs) Someone came and gave him a cane as a gift. Here you go. And he said, quote, I'm going to use that on Billy McGee's head. So this is day one? Yeah. Okay. Seems like a pretty crazy start. <laughs> Orchestra, he tells a guy to go dig for some cold, and... Uh, He's going to hit Billy McGee on the head. Billy with a cane. McGee was on the city council. I mean, if there's someone to beat with a cane, though. Uh, so McGee's on the city council, and he said he was going to vote for a Republican to be council president. He had run as somehow, I don't understand this, but he ran as both a Democrat and a Republican. Sure, right. Absolutely. So, but he was basically swinging the power to the Republicans. Right. That's what Democrats run on now. Oh. Uh, so they have the first city council meeting where they're going to, uh, you know, have him take the oath and all that. Sure. It's packed. People are so excited they tore a door off trying to get in. Insurrection. And then when William got up to speak, he told all the photographers to leave. All right, you photographers, get the fuck out. Let's do this. But that's not legal, so they just sat there and stayed. Okay. And then he said he wanted all the spectators cleared out, but they were there for his inauguration to see him, and also he didn't have the power to clear them out. So I the f- know what my power is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm feeling it out. Everyone get out. I can't? All right, let's start. Is your mic working? I was a little worried, and I didn't want to say anything. I don't think it does. Talk into it. Hello? It's low. It's low. You just got to hold it closer to your... Just put it in... I mean, it's something. There you go. Just do it like this. What? Why you are go. you putting it on my lip? There you go. That's, now that's go like... Not... What? Come on. There you go. Yeah. I, I, this is uncomfortable Can for me. Can we get me. the mic off again? I'm sorry. There you go. Is that all right? I really got to ride there this thing. There you go. Thing. Oh. Whoa. Whoa. They turned my mic all the way on. Now Don't it's... spoil me. <laughs> uh, so, so the spectators wouldn't leave. So as he gave his speech, he kept just stopping and glaring at anyone who made a noise. <laughs> wow. What a terrible start. It's like a teacher. It's just like... I'm talking. We'll go from the top one more time. 
When McGee spoke, the whole crowd booed. <laughs> and then the council refused to approve four of his eight appointment picks. Okay. So William called the recess to regroup. Okay. Let's go. We'll play tetherball and figure this out. <laughs> so then he went into his office again, and reporters came in, and again he said he was going to whack Billy McGee in the head again. What's going on? <laughs> it's only the beginning. What is he? So he's just... This is day one. I know. That's what I'm saying. So it's going horribly, and then the reporters come in, and they're like, so what do you plan on doing fiscally? And he's like, I'm going to whack that Billy one more time with a cane. I said fiscally, not physically. What is <laughs> assault is what you're planning? That's exactly right. Physically, to be clear. Fiscally, I have no plan. <laughs> but I'm going to beat that man within an inch of his life if I get a chance. Look at those stupid glasses. It's like a carnival game. Whack the glasses off without touching them. Uh, the, the council meeting resumed, and William demanded that they pass all of his appointments. And he began to give a speech, and he took his brown derby off to speak, and the crowd yelled, Leave it on! Leave on the derby! What? So... <laughs> All right, I don't know, Bill, I don't know much about the history of hats, but that is totally insane. Yep. And there is a, a lunatic obsession with hats and not taking them off. So he was just kind of taking it off like, that's better. And everyone was like, what are you, crazy? It's hat day. Put your oh, head on. is naked. Oh, please, put your hat on. Put one on your teeth. <laughs> so he puts his hat back on. Yeah, and then gave his speech and yelled at the city council to right. pass his people, but they didn't. Approve. They didn't. A lot of them were just shit picks. So. Right. Uh, the next. What day, is it? Nine fifteen at this point. <laughs> <laughs> the next day, the Sun Telegraph said his first day was quote grotesque and <laughs> unprecedented. Accurate. Yeah. Accurate account. Yeah. <laughs> so he had been give, the Democratic Party. Uh, boss had given him a list of people to appoint, uh -huh. which he did not go by. So the next day he was asked about that and he said, quote, David Lawrence thought I was going to be a puppet. Poor Davey. He certainly was fooled. And then Lawrence said, quote, if I had known that he was going to be elected, I'd never have put him up in the first place. Interesting. So the next day, 50 guys came to his uh, lobby office hours, and um, they were there, and the public works director came by to introduce himself to William, and so William just said, follow that guy, he can give you a job. So they all followed this guy up what? to his office. Who, who they, is anybody? What is happening? <laughs> it's a public works director. Yeah, but he's like, follow him. And they're all like... Doop, 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 yeah, doop, they follow him, and he gets to his office. He's like, I don't have any jobs. Oh, well. And then they all just sat there <laughs> awkwardly. So he's just like pawning them off on people. Right. These are office hours. Right. The next day, he gave unemployed people pamphlets on the single tax theory and told them to return after, return after reading because it would lead to three jobs for every man. And, um, I mean, <laughs> the American dream still alive and well. <laughs> you can have three jobs. That's not what I want. Oh, look at that spirit inside you, huh? Three jobs to get through this life. Oh, aren't you lucky? 
Four men came and said they needed work, and he asked them if they could build a house, and they said no. Well, don't know what to tell you then. <laughs> William said, quote, why can't you get some boards and put them together? Because we don't know what to do after that. That <laughs> pretty much figures itself out. Once you put four boards together, you'll be fired. <laughs> now, good luck. Let me know when you have it open. I'll cut the ribbon. Good luck, boys. An Italian man said he wanted a job, and he said he did restaurant work. And William said, quote, how about you have a restaurant in here? Put a little table in here and sell sandwiches. I'll tell you what to do. Go see the city council for, for permission. So he's just, like, fucking with people. 100% fucking with people. So the guy's like, I want to open a restaurant. And he's yeah. like, no, oh, you can put a table in here. Sell sandwiches. I don't know make a sandwiches. Well, I don't know what to tell you. Can you build a house? No. Well, you pretty much fucked in my economy. <laughs> Go up there. Talk to that public works guy. He might have something for you. I, well, who are you? I don't know. <laughs> I'm going to beat the shit out of that guy if I see him again, though. <laughs> so... About a week and a half went by, and the Sun-Telegraph said the lobby was where William, quote, delighted in playing practical jokes on serious-minded job seekers. So he's just a cruel man. Yeah, he's just being man. a dick. Right. And then William immediately ended lobby office hours permanently. So he did two weeks of this mm-hmm. of pranks. <laughs> just telling people to go fuck themselves. Yeah, yeah. And then he's done. Yeah. Well, my work here is done. <laughs> Well, I told some guys to build a house. There you go. So he names Harrison McCready to the homemaking department as the chief, which is something he just made up. That's not an actual department. What is happening? <laughs> <laughs> He's just... He made up a department. No, I understand that, but the whole thrust of his existence is to just, like, politically... Is he's just like, it's supposed to be fun. I'm goofing around. And people are like, that's not where he's been. Come on, let's have some fun. We're in the lobby. We're in the, the lobby. There's no rules in the lobby. We're goofing. So uh, that's McCready. Oh, yeah, for sure. I'd hire that guy for anything. Yeah. The media uh, said McCready was Pittsburgh's playboy. For sure what I was thinking. As you can yeah. see. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Absolutely. Ladies man. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The day he was picked, he drove to a shanty town and told them all they would all have homes. And then he and then he went over and grabbed an axe out of a guy's hand who was chopping wood and chopped wood for him, even though the guy was like, I can fucking chop it. And then he drove back into the city and got shit-faced. And then they took a picture. <laughs> well, they did, because then William fired him the next day. William ordered all city employees to go out and collect taxes from people who weren't paying them. Wow. Any city employee, but all the unions were like, no. Okay. He said the city should give property to the homeless, and they also, the city should cut skilled city worker pay. So these are his agenda items. Right. So, right. Well, housing the homeless, great. Uh, cutting skilled... Not, oh. not housing them, just giving them property. Oh, right, just giving them land. Yeah. Right. That's going to go over well. Politically. <laughs> <laughs> okay. 
Uh, there you go. Now you've got land. Okay. All right. Take care. <laughs> Wait, what? You, look at that. Four acres. <laughs> Where will I sleep? In the house you build. Get four planks of wood, put them together. <laughs> the rest does itself. Take care now. He picked his buddy, uh, his lawyer buddy, Ted Moritz, to be a judge. <laughs> and the council rejected him and said no. Okay. Uh, he then had a no, X, X numbers runner or current numbers runner named Hunky Joe Lewandowski. So Hunky Joe Lewandowski was picked to be city transit director. Is there any experience with the people he's picking, or he's just kind of... So now he's mad that they didn't pass his so now, picks. So he's trumping a bit, so where he's, he's just yeah, he's like... he's picking the worst people he can find. Right, right. He's like, the guy who doesn't believe in the EPA, he's in charge of it! Like, oh, fuck. <laughs> he fired the fire chief. Oh, that's a fun one. And... You like fires, huh? Well, sure I do. I mean, I like putting them out, if that's what you're saying. Well, here's a fire you're not going to put out. You're fired! <laughs> Get the fuck out. <laughs> he also fired the safety director, who is, I believe, above the fire and police. Sure. Um, he gave no reason. Now the press says that all employees in the city are terrified of getting fired. Right. Now they hold the traditional banquet for every new mayor. Um, yeah, I mean, I can't believe they even had the banquet yet. They're like, we're still setting up your banquet. He's like, the city's fucking ruined. <laughs> Hopefully there's no fire. Uh, Don't worry, Hunky Joe will figure everything out. <laughs> He's got this. It was... His brain was eaten yesterday. <laughs> oh. Oh, dear. The banquet was put on by the Pennsylvania Dutch housewives. Were they desperate? That is a Bravo show. <laughs> it featured Schnitz und Knepp. Knepp. Schnitz und Depp. He's looking to you for a correction if you got I, it. I, You're I, from Pittsburgh. That pass. Schnitz und Nepp. Schnitz und Nepp. Schnitz und Nepp. Schnitz on Nips. Schnitz Nip. Schnitz on Nips. 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 Schnitz on because whenever I eat apples, I think, mm, ham. a little ham would go great. <laughs> Before the meal, William went into the kitchen to thank the cooks. You're all fired. <laughs> what a job. And he never came back. <laughs> Who made these Shih Tzu nips? <laughs> They're unbelievable. All right, have a good banquet. <laughs> McNair's schnitzknip chair was vacant. <laughs> So this is like when someone doesn't show up for the debate. They're like, film the, film the empty podium. <laughs> At least it didn't stop them from eating the schnitznep. <laughs> really good schnitznep. Yes, the apple was really good with the ham. <laughs> What's going on in the kitchen? It's called fusion. <laughs> I'm a foodie. <laughs> the next day he was asked why he Hunky's bailed. Hunky's losing his mind. <laughs> yeah. The next day he was asked why he bailed, and he said, quote, why I wouldn't think of eating schnitz unep that didn't have ham cooked in it. They cooked the ham separate. Can you imagine that? Scandal. Have you ever heard of is this? Never. Never. Okay. Uh -uh. Yeah. So there. So right. So he left on principle of how the ham was prepared with the apple. Well, they deconstructed the schnitz nep. 
It's more like a Nep Schnitz. <laughs> I'm kidding. Of course, it's not like that. I'm being dramatic. Anyway, I fired all the caterers and everyone who worked on it. So prohibition uh, has just ended, and they they don't have enough judges. So William fills in as a magistrate. Sure, that's probably going to be great. And he just keeps dismissing liquor cases against people. <laughs> okay, that's great. He didn't like that the governor was now selling all of the confiscated whiskey to make money. Uh-huh. And when 60 people were facing liquor charges at once, William asked them how they felt, and they said in unison, quote, rotten. So One, two, three. Boom. Uh, Wait for the key. Boom. Rotten. <laughs> so he calls the governor's house, talks to the governor's wife briefly, and then hands the phone to one of the guys who was in court. What is going on? And the man told the governor's wife, quote, The governor, I, she's like, do you want to talk? Okay, sure. Put him on. Why are you putting him on? Hello, sir. I, I have no, okay. I tell you, this is pretty bad stuff. I just took three drinks and woke up in the police station. Okay. Can you put um, William back on? No. Is he there anymore? My guess is he's not, right? Well, you got a tub there? You got a tub or you got a shower? What kind of situation? In our house? Can you, can I, I need a cool, I need a cool water uh, situation. I tell you, I might have had four drinks, nine. I'm not sure what. What do you, what do you drive? What are you driving, Mrs. Mrs. Govs? Hey, We're, hey, please stop hey. Start self-starting with every, yeah? Do you ever go to schnitz parties? Depends how the ham's cooked. So. Ham's in the whiskey. We're going through a tunnel. <laughs> well, I'm losing you. <laughs> oh, she said, let me go. Can you hang up? Because I want to make another call. I'm sorry. Not in a tunnel yet. Okay. Burn the phone. Hello, governor lady. I don't, well, how can I still hear you if I've hung it up? I'm not even picking <laughs> it up anymore. Okay, goodbye. We're, we're going underwater forever. We live underwater. We're mer people. She's great. I can still hear him. And he hung up. She said round on everybody. What am I supposed to do? Oh, I no. Call the phone company? I can't. He's on the fucking phone. I can hear you. Oh, shit. You're sitting next to me. Hi. What's going on? My <laughs> space work is crazy. So William just let all 60 guys go. <laughs> wow. Uh, a couple months later, he had two guys who were arrested for being drunk, and he told them to go to Washington, D.C. and demand jobs from FDR, and he gave them notes that said, quote, Dear Frank, please, please give this fellow a job. McNair. What a and the guys weird had sentence. The They'd guys, be like, can we just go to jail instead? <laughs> No, you'll go talk to the president. Get there. We don't have the means. Well, good luck. You know how to make a car? You put four boards together. Uh, no, we can't. Okay. 
Now, the press, I'm just calling the Pittsburgh press the press from now on. The press said his conduct had gone from strange and ridiculous to dangerous. Quote, the time may not be far ahead when it will be tragic. What, the, they're, so they're calling, like, they're saying meltdown nightmares coming. Yeah, this guy's a problem. The paper said he was constantly clowning, incessantly talking, wandering and wisecracking at the expense of citizens. What's he? I just don't understand. Like... Normally, they pretend to, like, do something, you know? Like, they're, like, they have, like, an angle. But he's just like, come on, let's goof. Who wants to get roasted? Come on! <laughs> let's have some fun! This ugly son of a bitch. All right. I, You're probably poor, too, aren't you? I am, incredibly. Uh, what the fuck? <laughs> You're fired. I don't work for you. Well? I don't have a job. You're hired, then. For what? Now you're fired. Why? I think he thinks he's really funny, but he's just a total dick. Right, right, yeah. <laughs> he was also, he, he's also... That comes across. That's I just coming, can't, that I, does I, I don't like him, but I'm yeah. also like, I mean, um, you know, if What's you were like... What's he gonna do next? Yeah, if you were, I mean, not to bring up Rob Ford, we were just talking, <laughs> but it's like, you're just kind of like, this is crazy. I can't look away. Yeah. Yeah. I we haven't had that. that in recent memory. No, not at all. Can he do a Jamaican accent? Let's hear it. <laughs> no! <laughs> <laughs> so he's also constantly fighting with the city council. Sure. He's also constantly fighting with his friends and his supporters. What a crazy angle. <laughs> You're wrong. I suck. Fuck you. <laughs> and yet, in the 12th Ward, Democrats start circulating petitions to put his name on the ballot for governor. Wow. <laughs> Just how it works. <laughs> You're so shitty. You're going to go up. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It is. You're, he's trending. They're like, oh, well, let's ride him. <laughs> in March, he fired the mayor's office accountant because he wanted to give the job to his chauffeur because he didn't want a chauffeur. <laughs> <laughs> so the chauffeur's like, what? Am I fired? <laughs> no, no, you're in charge of budgets. <laughs> what? Yeah, I'm going to walk everywhere. <laughs> You fired the original person. Damn it. Can he drive? <laughs> what? I don't know. But then he found out he couldn't fire the accountant because he was protected as a civil servant, so Williams suspended him for 30 days, quote, without reason. Who said, what's the reason? There's not one. <laughs> so. Then the safety director fired the, the his new safety director right. fired the police chief the police chief came and complained to William, and William rehired him. <laughs> but I'm sure he didn't mean that. Yeah. The press, quote, The oldest observers cannot recall a time when confusion was greater and morale lower than it is today at City Hall. You don't know what's going on. You're fired. You're back. You're my job now. <laughs> what? I don't know. I drive myself. I'm a chauffeur. <laughs> what are you doing? Look at all this land. What? I don't know. <laughs> William tried to save a court stenographer's job, who he had hired, but she was fired because she did not know how to type. Now, <laughs> I refuse to believe that that's a problem for this position. Well, he... She's remembering it all, for God's sake. <laughs> you know what they were saying, right? No. Well, look. <laughs> you want an acre? 
What are you talking about? I don't know. Can you make shit snap? Yeah, you put ham and you cook it separately. Wrong! Oh, You're no. fired! Oh, no. <laughs> but he, he fought to, to have her keep her job, but finally he gave up and said, quote, I guess it can't be done. I guess. I guess she needs to type. Job you need to be able to type. How important is typing to this job? Crucial, hugely crucial. It is? Yes. All right. It's everything. Well, mm-hmm. Seems we're at an impasse. Yeah, no, we are, for sure. Seems like we're at a lot of those, Mr. Mayor. <laughs> Did you get any of that down, dear? <laughs> no. Okay. Excellent. She also doesn't understand English. I don't, uh... <laughs> is that a problem? Schnitznep. All she speaks is schnitznep. Schnitznep. She doesn't know any other language. She'll carve it into ham. We'll figure it out. Snitch, It's happening. <laughs> uh, so William found a company that would build houses for five, $500 each for the homeless. Four boards, that'll do it. And the no s- roof. Yeah. Wow, well, you need the fifth board. You figure it out. Look at that. Now, the problem is that he just wants to put it on city property. Right. And the city council won't have anything to do with it. So he has a sample house built for everyone to see, and he wanted it put downtown on what is essentially a street triangle, Mm -hmm. three streets. And the building of Bureau Inspector's director said that couldn't be done because it violated a fire zone and also blocked drivers' views. No, I fired the fire guy. We can do whatever we want. He's a puppy now. So he fired him and picked a friend as the director who immediately approved it. Ah, can we put a house there? For sure. All right, great. Look at that. That's how you zone. <laughs> the papers called it McNair Manor. The press called it, quote, the little frame cottage that nestles in the shade of the country jail and in defiance of city fire regulations. <laughs> What's the problem? I think it makes total sense. It's under two different streetlights. That's normal. <laughs> That's where houses go. Right there on the sidewalk. We don't allow people to cycle there. Well, they won't be able to now. There's a house. <laughs> Aren't you understanding? Who wouldn't want to live there? All those pedestrians walking by looking in. Seems perfect. <laughs> so people saw the house, and you could like go into it and look inside and walk around. Um, and then people started ordering houses from the company, and they were getting so many orders, now they said they were just going to sell it to private citizens and not have anything to do with the city. So they just, pri- as soon as the business model is successful, they're like, we're privatizing it. Yes. Right. Imagine. <laughs> the city council finally officially killed the tiny home idea. Tiny home. Oh. The original. Oh, yeah. No. Mm. Mm. Uh, William was put on the ballot uh, for governor, and he came in second in the primary. Okay. That's good, right? That is pretty good. I mean, it's good for the people (laughs) that he didn't win. His buddy, Moritz, who who was in the cabinet and he tried to get in a job, won the Democratic primary for Congress. Okay. So they both of these two guys got really oddly high vote totals in wards controlled by 
Senator James Coyne. At the time, he was already being investigated for election fraud. Mm. So William was furious that he had lost the governor's uh, primary. Good. I was wondering what he would gonna like. He'd look like a little erratic. That was. <laughs> and then he fired city assessor James Bailey on election day, which made the people investigating the senator intrigued. Uh-huh. And they talked to him and. He said William and Moritz had told him to change his grand jury testimony about coin. And then the city council had this guy testify, and he's like, I can't tell you what it is, but you should look at the election results. So William loses his fucking shit. Oh, boy. He yelled, quote, I'll show him I can fire people, and immediately fired two city assessors, both who were close to city a uh, city councilman. So he's... Just because they're asking questions, he starts firing. You're fired. Their You're fired too. Reporters ask why you fired. Then William quote, "You're there fired. There isn't any reason." What? How does he like? I guess the difference is people now have lies prepared. Yes. He just never had the lie ready. He was like, "I don't know. Fuck it." <laughs> I'm riffing. I'm having fun. It's called yes and, dummy. <laughs> Good lord. You're fired for asking questions. You can't speak English anymore. You're fired. You still got this. <laughs> He's in the mirror. You, you will got fire them. these people today. You will keep firing them. You will fire these people. You're fired. <gasps> I can't fire me. You firing me? You firing you. me? <laughs> how, how long are you going to be in the bathroom, William? Just washing my hands. <laughs> can't be firing me. I'm the only one here. <laughs> He told reporters he had never spoken to the city assessor, and then he also said that the city assessor, quote, was going to beat Moritz up. He was quite obnoxious in my office. He left me with a threat. So he's like, I never talked to him. Also, he tried to beat me up and threaten me. I never spoke to that man, but he tried to kill me and threaten me. So read back what we said, would you please? I have a... (laughs) Oh, right. Sorry. I guess we'll never know. <laughs> There's a cane with his name on it. She didn't write it because she can't write. But I did. But I'm okay. Awesome. You're fired. <laughs> Fire the door, too. Uh, a couple days later, William announced he was going to sue the county commissioner. What? Is it like People are like, are you going to do anything? <laughs> I am doing things. I am. They're fired. <laughs> He was going to sue him because he had, he had the county courthouse building cleaned, and it was now reflect, reflecting bright sunlight into his office. What? This can't be... He's getting cocky now. <laughs> I don't like the way he built those windows. <laughs> what? Also, how dirty were the fucking windows? Yeah. <laughs> um, now, he'd been trying to, to fire the Traction Conference Board for a while. What? I mean, how long has he been on the job? <laughs> the head of it. Um, uh, uh, a year? Not two. even. It's like six months or Six something. months. Not very long. And he's had like, I've been trying to get rid of them since day one. <laughs> that was three weeks ago. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so he learns he can't fire the head of the, the board. Um, 
And and because his plan was like, well, now when the city council is about to go on a, a little break, I'll I'll fire this guy. And then they can't and, and do a recess appointment. But then he finds out he can't do that. He he can't fire him. Uh, so he had the police remove the board head and put his buddy Moritz in the position. But what is that? Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> it does nothing. Right. Because as soon as the city council comes back, they'll just say, you're out. Right. But everybody knew that was going to happen, but Moretz said, look, I better get paid for the two weeks. Just... And this is Moretz's fourth job he's given him now. Right. It's like six months in. Right. And he's like, we're going to find something for you. <laughs> he's also, remember, he's running for Congress as a Dem candidate. Right. So... Now, despite how he ran on the New Deal, it turns out he hates the New Deal. Sure, right. Not enough firing. He called it pork barrel spending. Uh, I want that pork cooked separate from the barrel. <laughs> <laughs> now, all cities had to do for the New Deal money was kick in, like, it was 20% of supplies for whatever was going to be built. Okay. And then the government does all the rest. They pay for the labor. They pay for the rest of the cost. It's right. just like you have to pitch in a little bit. Sure. So he vetoes a $500,000 bill that's going to do this. And it's going to create total chaos because now all these unemployed people can't get work or... Right. So he was just like, we want to stick with the Depression. Yes. <laughs> I think we'll hang in there with the Depression if that's fine. So the city council rushes back from vacation because it's going to cause immediate chaos, and, and they reverse his decisions. And now the Democratic Party boss, Lawrence, is like, we got to get rid of this guy. Okay. He's got to fucking go. And Finally. They start working on in the state house. I love that they're like, we got to fire him. <laughs> like the scientist who's like, there's only one thing we can do. <laughs> fire the firing guy. <sighs> so they started working on what was called the Ripper Bill. Sure. And it was, it was just to el completely eliminate the position of mayor. That is fucking great. Like, he's like he, even he would be like, ah, bravo. <laughs> <laughs> he, like, when he gets, it's the first time he bleeds in the kung fu scene. You know how to fire, too, huh? <laughs> Let's go. You're fired. She's fired. He's fired. You're fired. No, I'm not. You're fired. <laughs> oh, the master is now the student. Yeah. So they're going to get rid of mayor and just come up and just replace it with city manager. A city manager. So that would just get rid of him. Okay. What? Floor manager. Yeah. Just somebody that <laughs> roams the streets. Yeah, he's just Make sure everything. charge cool. of the city, but not a mayor. Uh, William said, quote, I don't care. But I can always practice law. If they get me out, I'll run in the fall. I might run for president. Please do. Go. And then William said all city employees should leave their union. And then he had to have a big sit down with all the union heads, which did not go well. What are you guys mad about? Oh. Did I say that? I've been saying a lot of stuff. <laughs> The afterwards, the Central Labor Council passed a resolution calling the mayor, quote, either mentally unbalanced, mentally undeveloped, or a tool. All of them. <laughs> or he's a tool. 
either wittingly or unwittingly, or the vicious reactionary industrial forces of the city and state. Yeah, fair. They're like, we don't know. What, it. We don't know what's going on, but he's out of his mind. Yeah. Right. Uh, that same day, he ordered uh, a city attorney to resign, which caused five assistant attorneys to quit. Oh, that, that's like he's like, yes, 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 yes. A domino firing. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so now the legal department of the city is totally gutted. Which and, is terrible. And William said that it was a strike. Okay, what does that mean for him? He's like, Nothing. no. Oh, okay. Right. It's just a way to say it's bullshit. Yeah, okay. Um, and then he named, to be city attorney... Here we go. Father James Cox. All right. By the way, Father Cox, not a great name that age as well. <laughs> right? James Young Cox. Ha, ha, ha. Laugh it up. <laughs> so Cox had just come back from Europe... So the Henry George Club meets once a week, and they all give speeches. He's part of the Henry George Club. Sure. Um, so he, when he gets back, he speaks to the Henry George Club. This is right after he gets picked. And he said, quote, I believe Hitler is a greater man than Napoleon. Wow. What a... A phrase no one has ever said. of an opening line. I've learned a lot on my trips about hats, Hitler, everything. <laughs> you know who's better than Napoleon? Hitler. Hitler. Oh, my God. I believe Hitler is a greater man than Napoleon. A dictatorship is the only way to get things done. Mayor McNair is the best thing that ever happened to Pittsburgh. I Like, no, no. Let me finish. Hold on. Let me finish. I've got other things. I've got great thoughts, too. I brought the mayor a shillelagh from Ireland because I thought he'd need it. Oh, my God. Just, is there a worse speech ever given? <laughs> Let me start from the top. First of all, yes, I've got a new hat made from Bird. Now, the second thing, boy, Hitler, what a stud. Am I right? <laughs> William's also my man. All right, everyone's saying sit down and shut up, and I will. But uh, let me tell you, I went to the cockpit, and they told me I'm an official pilot. <laughs> <laughs> so... <laughs> they let me hold the steering thing. So people were... 50 years old, yep. <laughs> people were now calling uh, William a dictator. Cox lasted 10 days in the job... Hitler never would have let this happen. Uh, they let me have one phone call, and I called Hitler, and I think he sent me right to voicemail. Mo. Look at this for 10 days. He said it was impossible to fulfill his duties as a priest and the city attorney at the same time. Yes. Uh, one can only be full of so much shit. <laughs> So, well, William refused his resignation. Uh, you're too good at this. You're the Hitler endorser. We need guys like you. I fired your hat. 
Quote, I'm going to take this matter up with the legal department of the Vatican while I'm in Rome. What is going on? What is he, like, what is he, to, does he's he know going, what he's talking about? Going on vacation he's going to, Rome, to Rome. And he's, and like, he's going to go to the Vatican. I'd like to talk to the Pope's lawyers. <laughs> what? The Pope's lawyers, please, as soon as you possibly can. You've heard of our little situation in Pittsburgh. Bishop, Cardinal, great to meet with you. So I'm the mayor of Pittsburgh, kind of. Um, listen. <laughs> First of all, gentlemen, I'd like to start out by saying you're fired. <laughs> and bring the Pope in here. He's can too. Let the new smoke out. I'm the new Pope. Hello. Give me that hat. <laughs> I'm going back to Pittsburgh. You there. Give me your big old stupid hat there. Uh -huh. <laughs> so William actually was going on a month-long European vacation on September 1st. Well, I can't believe he's like, I need some time off. <laughs> this is exhausting. Uh, so this is what I'm firing myself for two weeks. Cancun, here we come. <laughs> a reporter asked him about uh, European dictators, and William said, quote, no, I'm not against Mussolini and Hitler. I'm not against anything. The least government is the best government. The government should stay out of the way of the people. Well, uh, yes. Well, like, That's like what Hitler, they all said about Hitler. Well, yeah, well, like Hitler was, what, like a week in? He's like, hey, it's fine. What are you worried about? He's got a cute little mustache. He yells a lot. NBD. <laughs> What's he going to do? He's a little guy. Are you mad because I ranked him over Stalin and... Mussolini, fine. <laughs> in my I'll draft? Rank. In my dictator draft? Um, I think this is way past. Oh, hey there, everybody. It's Gareth, you know, from this, uh, this podcast. Uh, listen, I've got some stand-up shows. I'm inviting the Garmy, the Gareth Army, to join me for. I will be in Fort Collins, Colorado, August 18th and August 19th. I will be in Minneapolis, Minnesota, August 24th through August 26th at Acme. I will be going to the UK in September. Please join me. I will be in Glasgow, September 13th, London, September 15th, Dublin, September 17th, and September 19th, Manchester, Birmingham, September 20th, Bristol, September 22nd, and Cardiff, September 24th. And then in November, I'll be in Australia. November 10th, almost sold out, I think. I'll be in Melbourne, Australia. Then I will be in Northbridge, Australia on November 15th. Adelaide, November 16th. Canberra, November 17th. Brisbane, November 18th. And then I will be in uh, Sydney on November 24th. Go to GarethReynolds.com for tickets. Garmy, let's get at it after it. Let's see you there. Hey there, people listening to The Dollop. Uh, this is Gareth. Yes, the same guy. I Listen, I have a new podcast called We're Here to Help that I'm doing with my friend Jake Johnson. It's basically a call and advice show where we don't say that we're professionals because we aren't, but we try to help people with problems that are important to them. You can listen to it wherever you listen to podcasts, and it is out right now. So go listen to We're Here to Help with Jake and Gareth. We're here to help with Gareth and Jake. I don't remember how we did it, but either way, fun. Half hour comes out Tuesday, August 22nd, and the episodes will be out every Tuesday and Friday. We're here to help. Yeah, what? I mean, really, uh, when let is me, it? Let me look up. <laughs> oh, good Lord. Relax. He's a fine guy. He likes dogs. <laughs> he did like dogs. 
so the Night of the Long Knives, it's around. Yeah, it, the Night of the Long Knives has just happened. So he's just, <laughs> he's just killed a bunch of people. Oh, God. Uh, no, he didn't kill them. He fired them from living. <laughs> get it right, everybody. <laughs> you just don't get it. So William did end up meeting with the Pope. The Pope was like, uh, sorry, what are you saying? I'm firing you. You're fired. Get out of here. Why are your teeth so small? What is with you? I fired my big teeth. <laughs> and I hired my babies. <laughs> you see? You don't understand. Here's my thing. You can't even chew a communion wafer. I fire ev- <laughs> I'm firing Jesus. <laughs> Get down from there. You look ridiculous. You're fired. <laughs> what are you doing up there? <laughs> Lord. So he does meet with the Pope and asks for benediction for Pittsburgh, and he gave him a Pittsburgh-made cigar. Smoke it now. Come on. We're puff, famous puff. for these. Puff, puff, pass, your holiness. Uh, Thou hath bogarted. <laughs> now, while he was gone, the police chief, this is the guy who got fired and then he rehired. Right. Had taken a paid he had taken a paid sick leave in June, and then after uh, the the mayor <laughs> went to Europe, he just stopped returning messages and just. So he's like, I'm also on vacation. Yeah, basically. We're all on vacation. And when the mayor returned, the chief immediately came back to work and said, "Quote: I am capable of resuming my job immediately. I won't quit." They'll have to fire me. Yes, sir. Absolutely. That's exactly how he said it. <laughs> that is exactly. Yes, sir. Absolutely. He's like a silent film cop. <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir. Absolutely. <laughs> so he just stopped working for two weeks. And then he's oh, like. a month. A month. And then he's just like, well, they'll have to fire me. I'm ready to keep going. Yes. And everyone's like, the city is falling into crime. He's like, man, what are you going to do? Well, if cops aren't there, that doesn't make a difference on crime. David. It just means... Unbelievable. Mm -hmm. It's like he reads. <laughs> um, now, the guy above the police chief, the city... God. Uh, uh, <laughs> Uh, well, unfortunately, I'm not in charge of anything anymore. I've been fired. William fired me from being the Lord last week. Um, the, the, so William had replaced him, but the, the council had not approved him, but he just kept coming into work. So the old he, Costanza. Yeah, he's Costanza. Yeah. Like, yep. so, so he wasn't being paid... And no one was listening to him. Other than that, my job is, you know, normal. It's a great job. <laughs> what do you do? Don't know. What's the pay? Nothing. <laughs> Who do hired you? Do people listen to you? No. Mm -mm. Were you hired? Not really. 
you sure it's a job? Nope. <laughs> anyway, I should go. I have a 430. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I have no idea. I don't know who it's with. An investigation revealed there were more city employees who were members of the Henry George Club than any other political organization. Now, William starts firing Republicans because he wants to stop the Democrats from passing the Ripper Bill. So he's firing Republicans to open up jobs to give to Democrats to try to stop the bill where they're trying to replace him as mayor. I mean, if you're like, if you're living, you're just like, wait, what? <laughs> what about stuff for us? I'll get to that. First of all, I've got to preserve my job. I'm firing everyone from government who's trying to fuck me. <laughs> he was also very worried because the, if the Democratic governor won, the Ripper Bill would pass. Um, so he publicly supports the Republican governor. Right. Wow. And Democrats win in a landslide. <laughs> Moritz is now a congressman. It's just a shit show. He's constantly fighting with City Hall. He's never stopped yelling at the city council. He goes in, and they scream at each other. Like, that's every meeting. Uh-huh. <laughs> and they've been fighting a lot over traffic court. He has now fired so many traffic cops that he, he says in a meeting that they should start using school janitors as cops. I don't hate it. Pittsburgh literally has not bounced back from this. <laughs> I'm dead serious. The traffic here is fucking terrible. Uh, we didn't see that today at all. It was a dream to drive in today. Two lanes is plenty for a major <laughs> metropolitan city. Don't worry about it. It's fine. <laughs> So when 1935 begins, his cabinet has been gutted. So Moritz is gone. Um, the city council slashed his salaries. Okay. So he couldn't bring people back. So he brings his wife and kids in to help. I mean, what is going on? Child labor was not a thing yet. William announces he's going to furlough 5,500 5, employees to save money. What? Quote, council took a, away my office staff, and until they restore them, I'm going to keep on suspending other city employees for 30-day periods, and amongst the first will be relatives of the councilmen. I mean, it's like, it's so out in the open. I mean, it, it, it is almost refreshingly out in the yeah. open. And again, it's very Trumpy. I mean, just yeah. to be like, fuck you, I'm doing what I like. I don't like the way she looked at me. She's fired. That's your daughter. I don't care. I don't like the way she looked at me. Quite frankly, she's done. We're talking about Tiffany, right? <laughs> <laughs> Tiffany's fired. Ivanka gets spanked. Thank you. Speaking of Ivanka, you've seen her boobs? Dad, no. What? Dad, yes. <laughs> All right. Anyway, <laughs> my tax policy. He said he might not do the furloughs if the taxpayers showed they backed him. If they what? What? He might not do the furloughs if what? If the taxpayers like showed showed that they backed him. Like, oh, okay. So right. Do. So right. <laughs> so threats. He he tells nine workers that so he's not going to do it all at once he's going to do it so he tells nine that they're they're being furloughed four were councilman's relatives and then he named two men to the city transit commission 
Russian Orthodox priest, Father Peter Katch. And uh, that is Hunky Joe Lewandowski. I'm back, bitches. <laughs> Hunky Joe said William never asked him if he wanted the job before appointing him, and then said he would fight for nickel beer and nickel streetcar fares. Yeah. I'm running on a nickel platform. Everything's a nickel. I'm like the Donna General, but cheaper. Now, the, the Transit Commission is what they've been appointed to, but it, it had been created years before to study if Pittsburgh could have a subway, and then they decided no. So the commission is totally pointless. You guys will figure that out eventually, though. No, we never did. Oh. We have a subway, and it goes um, not far. Under the river, though. Perfect. Ooh. That's what you want. Yeah. Not dangerous at all. <laughs> yeah. When driving in today, we thought, this place definitely has mass transit for sure. <laughs> you can just tell. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah, great. when it takes an hour and a half to go four miles. You're like, yeah. oh, yeah. It's great. This is humming. Hunky Joe told the city council he did not need a salary and would do it, quote, for the glory. What's Hunky Joe's deal? I pay my mortgage with glory. How do you pay yours? <laughs> and we're foreclosing. What? <laughs> Damn it. Your glory is no good here. <laughs> Damn. So neither he or the priest, uh, uh, Catch, knew what the job was <laughs> when they were questioned by city council. And then the city council said William had not even submitted their names for the nominations. <laughs> So they just not even doing the paperwork right, now. Yeah, not even yeah. doing the little thing. Well, and this then, is mildly embarrassing, then. <laughs> and then William announced that he was going to furlough himself in March. It's a self-furlough. What? I don't know anymore. Go furlough yourself. I'm furloughing me. Furlough me? Furlough you. The whole city's furloughed. What's furloughing? <laughs> He did this because he had a lecture tour of the country set up for March. Man, the self-furlough is unbelievable for a vacation. He's like, I'm furloughing myself for 10 days. I'll be going to Fire Island. I, uh... Uh, William then picked a third Transit Commission nominee, Bozo Lavery. Stop. Ex-bad cop, ex-numbers runner, and a now bodyguard. I, and he, I mean, is there, I mean, his name's Bozo? Yeah, well, that's his nickname. <laughs> William furloughed the public safety director and then appointed himself director and started firing people, like the police chief. Or sorry, is, fire chief. He fired one guy by leaving a message with his wife at home. Hello. Tell him he's fired when he gets back. How are the kids? <laughs> they get so big. I see that with my daughters all the time. All right, well, he's canned. <laughs> I guess we won't be seeing you uh, later. All right. In March, the Ripper Bill passed the legislature and moved to the Senate. Jesus Christ. William said he might retire first. Then a huge crowd of supporters came down to City Hall to tell him not to. Who's support? Everyone's like, we can't. What would we do? Things would be boring. I can't. <laughs> I, this, was, this story was so crazy that I literally went through every paper from the day he was elected until the day he was out of office, and every single letter to the editor section had people loving him. 
Loving it, just because it's ca- it. he's an agent of chaos, and it's and he would just say lies, and they would just buy it. Right, imagine eat it up. Well, there was just for context, there was nothing going on here at the time. The weather's shit. The Steelers weren't doing good. Imagine, what would you do then? Watch a mayor fire everybody. Oh man, it's time to come back. People would go crazy if that happened today. So. <laughs> So this giant crowd comes out, and they, they're all in the street in front of City Hall, and so he dips out the back door. But they're supporters. Yeah. And he's like, Jesus, i got to get out of here. <laughs> he like, doesn't like anyone. Fire them. <laughs> fire me. They're fans. I'm going to fire myself for 30 minutes and get a sandwich. <laughs> what? So Father Catch. They caught me. <laughs> Waded into the crowd of supporters in front of City Hall, openly sobbing. Quote, they have ruined a good man. The mayor has resigned. Everybody believed it because it was one of his right-hand men, Father Catch. And they all start freaking out, and they march through the city to his house and start chanting at him to come out. But he wasn't there because he had gone to a Baptist church where he gave a speech about how the single tax related to the Bible. There's just no... It's like... It's like a Mayor Mad Lib. There's like... <laughs> you would think... Like, he seems shrewd enough to use some of these things to his advantage, and yet nothing makes any... He's like, he's fired! And he's like, no, he's at the church giving us... Like, there's no point to anything that's being done, really. It's just all chaos. It is all chaos. For the sake of just sort of preserving his run, which is useless. He's just like a... He's just a spite mayor. All he wants is for them to implement the The, the land value. Right. They're never going to do it. And and that's it. And then it's all... Yeah, then then it's it's all spite. Yeah, all rules are off. Yeah. Right. What about the tiny houses? Well, four boards away. (laughs) Uh, what about nails? Mm. Mm. I got to go. <laughs> so the next day, William comes into the office and says he's actually not going anywhere, and he has the police on his side. Quote, they won't put me out. I'll sit, I'll sit right there if they try to put me out. And points. So he's like, I'm not leaving this office. Right. A city councilman said William had actually offered to change his cabinet to whoever the city council wanted to keep his job, but the councilman told him it was too late for that. Now, William goes on furlough right after firing uh, <laughs> friends and relatives of those who supported the river bill. Sure. Then... Uh, self-furlough. Then Republicans offered a new version of the bill, which would slow it down and draw it out. So they see the Democrats are fighting with each other. Right. And they're like, beautiful. So they slow down the bill and just make them go at each other. Right. A Republican councilman uh, died, and uh, Democrat Cornelius Scully was picked to replace him. So the vote, the vote was like six to three for this guy. Okay. And then William says he's going to take it to court to rule the vote null because one councilman wasn't eligible to vote. But okay. the vote's six to three, so it wouldn't have mattered. Right. So the council and mayor are shouting at each other in this meeting... And then William leaves the meeting and says he's not going to sign their paychecks anymore. 
So Father Father Catch, who who's been rejected by the council three times for the commission now. Oh boy. Announces he's developing an important program for transit problems and offered fifty dollars to any student who had the best suggestions for solving the traffic situation. So he's like, I've solved the traffic problems, and also whoever can solve it gets fifty dollars. That's correct. And also there's no commission to be on. It's for a subway that doesn't exist. So he's right. So he's sounds like a good plan. <laughs> I've solved the traffic. What are you gonna do? Anyone who can solve it gets fifty dollars. <laughs> Are you allowed to do this? No. No. <laughs> no, I'm not. <laughs> so William signs the paychecks of four councilmen who he said were, quote, good boys. You're a good boy. There you are. Good boy. There Have you are. Good boy. There you are. Bad boy. No, you don't. Uh, so five are not getting paid. So Democrats offer Republicans jobs. They're like, we will give you jobs if you vote for the Riverville. Jesus Christ. And so he's getting nervous. So he has, William has a bed moved into his office. And he says he is preparing for a siege. A poll now revealed that actually a large majority wanted William to remain in office. Of course they did. It's amazing. It's amazing. So now a Republican senator asked for a probe into lobbying uh, going on with the Ripper bill, and that killed the bill. Like, because no one wanted that to get out. Okay. Uh, so William Hill, the Ripper bill wake at a cafe in Middletown. <laughs> he's he's kind of genius. Put the bill in a casket, <laughs> carried it into the cafe. <laughs> so remember, he's still blocking the money that the city needs to pay to get the new deal right. funding going. Right, he's sticking with the old deal, which was the depression. Yeah. <laughs> and when William learned that the welfare department had spent $7,000 for dentures for people who needed them, he blocked the payment to the makers, and the dentures never came. Oh, my God. Sheer jealousy. Uh, honestly. Uh, if. Totally. What are you trying to chew? Well, that's ambitious. Live within the means of your mouth. <laughs> Pudding. Take a bite. You send it around the horn. It's an all skate. <laughs> Builds character. All skate. <laughs> Father Catch now run for city, ran for city council. Jesus, this guy doesn't take a hint either. <laughs> His campaign was essentially him driving around town in a car with a big trailer on the back, and attached was a huge picture of the mayor. <laughs> That's his campaign. It's a confusing campaign. He Vote found... for me, then not the one pictured. He somehow lost the election. Wow. And then the next day, a warrant was issued for his arrest for a hit and run. <laughs> Well, what did the car look like? It was a, a huge trailer with a picture of the mayor. Did you get the plates? Pretty sure it was you. Everyone's driving that model of vehicle. Yeah, I'm not the only one who has a Dodge Mayor. Lots of people drive that. What are you talking about? Uh, so the works project was shut down in the county because William had stopped funding. Man. The chairman of the finance committee, now we're talking about Congress, uh -huh. 
called it, quote, the worst exhibition of crass ignorance that we have ever witnessed. Oh, bring him here now. <laughs> now, Father Catch wrote a book about the history of William McNair. All right, what is going on? <laughs> Honest to God, he's like, Jesus was pretty good, but have you met William McNair? <laughs> boy, oh boy. They broke the mold with that one. He sold 1,800 copies and gave a free book to the guy he rear-ended re in the hit and run. <laughs> you killed my son, please. We're square, right? No! What are you talking about? Four lives were ruined that day. Who should I make it out to? <laughs> Them? Is that rude? Is that crazy? Come on, guy, relax. William now named Catch to be chairman of the Traction Conference Board, which the city council would never, ever do. Um, so William now went to inspect the poorhouses, which were overpacked because he was stopping funding and no one had work. And he said, he looked, he walked around the poorhouse and he said, I can fit 1,700 more people in here. Excuse and, me? What? And they were all like, what in the fuck are you talking about? Well, what he was talking about was a tent. The poor tent. Oh, my God. You'll learn to juggle fire. And we'll sell tickets. Well, you could just be poor and we'll sell tickets to that. And people could come in and look at your poorness. Oh, my God. You share a bed with the world's biggest horse. <laughs> <laughs> and the bearded lady. Uh, he bought the tent for $268. We're going to get rid of the fleas. <laughs> he said it was going to house 500 people. Jesus Christ. I mean. It's, it's 100 by 40 feet. Oh. So bunk beds. Oh, my God. And drawers. <laughs> we'll have the children sleep in drawers. A smaller person will sleep in the bigger person's pocket. <laughs> and on and on and on it'll go. It's Russian doll theory. <laughs> Come on, everybody. It's not about you, it's about me. Investigations into the Ripper uh, bill started, as well as police corruption and William's blocking of relief. How, how, long is he, how long has this been going on? He has been in office for about a year and a half, maybe. Wow. It's just quite... I mean, he's really packing it in. He's, yeah. a, he's on a run. I mean, he's on a run. <laughs> this... And this, how, did, how this, did Catch age so much in a year and a half? Yeah, um, it's been 50 years for me. <laughs> what happened? <laughs> I would never blame Sweet William. But I'm 91 somehow. I drank from the wrong cup. <laughs> uh, thought this one was the grail. And also, usually, don't they take somebody to like a poor house or like a politician to show them how bad it is? Yeah, so to be they like, can be like, oh my it. God, this is. You told me this is cramped. Nobody's ever gone into that scenario and be like, more people. We can fit more in <laughs> We're here. We're not doing enough. Well, the American spirit never caps the amount of people we can fit in a poorhouse. Let's push, push, push. Too nice. <laughs> I'm furloughing the building and hiring a tent. <laughs> I've got it. If you can fit a person inside of a person, we'll be able to fit so many more in here. Like a poor turducken. Let's... <laughs> <laughs> Their 
rich are fucking <laughs> from having money. All right, I'm now sorry. you go inside of him. <laughs> Good. Now lay on your front. Well, look at that. Eight men in the space you had one. Think big, people. I'm going to win. <laughs> uh, so a senator testified William had offered jobs to vote against the Ripper bill, and immediately the mayor fired a friend of his. You're fired for being his friend. Get out. <laughs> It's like when a child pretends to be in charge of something, like they would handle it. He's like, you're fine. Get out. You're not. No. Time out. Speaking of children. Oh, God. Oh, no. A city fund to buy shoes was out of money. Children's shoes had run out of money, so William blocked more funding. Jesus. It went on for weeks. Oh. So the no, the children without shoes thing went on for six weeks. They, they would come to his office. How'd you walk here if they hurt so much? Well, well, well. So he finally gave in after six weeks and paid for 4,000 pairs of shoes. Pussy. <laughs> Have a backbone. We Don't you believe in anything? What did it for you? The tiny little bleeding feet? <laughs> well, I'm from the party of go fuck yourself, child. I can't help it. I'm just too good. <laughs> You're getting soft on me. Come on, build those calluses up, weaklings. You Four- get on his shoulders. <laughs> Solution. 40,000 people were now unemployed because of William. Federal who, money was... Jo- who, like, comes into office and is like, I'm going to eliminate all your jobs. Well, they just need to pass the value... Yeah, I know. Tax. Yeah, it's leverage, yeah. But still, it's like... So the White House is now publicly blaming William. Just flat out going after him. As they should. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the tent was removed because they realized it wouldn't work. Okay. Never been used. That tent was cut up and made into shoes. Yeah. (laughs) Now, the city council approved Father Catch for the board of assessors, even though he had absolutely no qualifications, and everybody laughed as they approved him. So they're just like, fuck it, man. The clown show is a clown show. So the deadline for people being cut off welfare is now coming close. It's two days away. Jesus. All right. <laughs> Not sure the angle, but sure. Wrong. Oh, I think it was for the beer, I hope. Because it was a welfare. You're at the wrong show. <laughs> Woo! The Federal Commission uh, denounced a Federal Commission. They put together a Federal Commission just to talk about him, and then they denounced him when they were done with the commission. Two days later, he gave in. He gave his, quote, conditional surrender. I have yielded on every point. He said he'd sign any relief bill. Two weeks later, he blocked more money for children's shoes. What is going (laughs) on? Well, how many, I mean, how big are these feet getting? (laughs) You ever heard of a (laughs) hand-me-down? Good Lord. These kids. The The public welfare director quit because he blocked the funding for the shoes, 
And the next day, Williams said he was not going to pick a new public welfare director because it would save the city money. I mean... Can't they walk on their hands? <laughs> <laughs> Learn or, from the monkeys! Would it kill to roll a little bit? <laughs> now, it's, now it sounds like a Bill Maher bit. Figure it out. But for real. Yeah, yeah. Can't you roll? Can't you just roll? <laughs> and one guy's like, yeah! Roll, you poor fuckers! I smoke weed. I'm on your side. Two city councilmen retired uh, because they just... No, you're fired! I fired them. They didn't retire. (laughs) Because they just took other jobs. They're like, I can't deal. So the Democrats picked two Dems and took over the council. And Scully becomes the council president... William claimed only the mayor could call a replacement meeting and he wouldn't sign paychecks for the new councilman. And then he recalled a rep- he, he called for a replacement meeting for the re- to fill the seat that had already been filled and nobody came to that and he declared the eight seats vacant. <laughs> I just never thought a mayor was so powerful. <laughs> He's not. He can't do that. I mean, but he keeps doing it. Yes. But that's what I mean. Like, but the city council kept just meeting and doing their job. Right. And when reporters asked William about the council, he said, quote, it does not exist. All right. It's a figment of your imagination. <laughs> Enough. The who? Never heard of them. <laughs> you he- must have dreamt it. Hmm? <laughs> He went to a meeting of townspeople. Uh, they were talking about uh, lowering fees uh, for the trains. And he rapped on a, tab- a table and, uh, and said, these three men shouldn't be here. That three councilmen over there. <laughs> he, uh, at another meeting, he, he went to a city council meeting finally and nominated two men for the city council, even though there's a full city council. And then he voted for both and turned to the clerk and said, They've been elected to the council. All right, there we go. Go take a spot, boys. Get right up there. You're good to go. Come on. Now move the other two off. That's how it works. Like a conveyor belt. You're there now. Awesome. Okay, you got this, buddy. Hang in there. You got this. This is going good. He did, he did take it to court about saying that the guy shouldn't be allowed to be picked. Read that back. Oh, never mind. <laughs> Um, the court, uh, so the, and then the council passed a $500,000 loan for work relief, which they were doing all the time. Right. And William said he wouldn't sign it, saying there was no city council. I mean. <laughs> it's a stress test for all of government, how it functions, how it works. <laughs> really? So now they're talking about impeaching him. On what grounds? <laughs> Uh, Father Catch was found guilty of the hit and run, and he had to pay damages. I signed a book. At the end of the trial, he gave the judge a signed copy of his book. It's an honor. It was a pleasure working with you. I don't think you know how anything works. There you are. Out in the hallway, he showed reporters a new newspaper he was printing, quote, with byline stories about the mayor. But, I mean, what is going on? I want to live in his skin. On Truth Press. 
I weird. just need one man to worship. It is weird that uh, uh, someone who uh, has devoted his life to a, a fake thing mm-hmm. would a demagogue would become obsessed, yeah, obsessed with it. Yeah. At the end, he's just going to be like, I was trying to make God jealous. <laughs> it feels one-sided. He's distant lately. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what I want. More hats. <laughs> he shows up with a hat made of shoes. Oh, relax. <laughs> oh, relax. Have you been to Paris lately? Good Lord. God. Uh, a judge... <laughs> A judge threw out his uh, attempt to have the uh, the guy not allowed on the city council. Right. So William finally signs all their paychecks, and the council sets up a peace meeting to like clear the air. And the mayor didn't show up, saying he had a toothache. I have a toothache. The next day, William files to run for Congress against his buddy Moritz. What? Uh, Father Catch was now arrested in City Hall for writing a bad check to buy $14 worth of beer. We have our hero. <laughs> we had him the whole time, really. $14 for beer and it bounces. Can I write a check? <laughs> I mean, I don't know. This is as good as cash. This is an IOU. $14. Aren't you a priest? Mm-mm. Are you anymore? Not anymore. What are you now? I'm the mayor. <laughs> of the transit. I'm the mayor of the transit. That was a long pause. It was. This check says it's from Ernest Periwinkle. It's my father. Great man. Passed away, sadly. From what? I hit him with my car. <laughs> Ran him over. You just wrote the number four and then teen after it. Yep. That's how you spell it. I'm a phonetic guy. <laughs> well, kind of. Hmm? Kind of. I don't know what that word is. All right. You're fired. You can't, no, this is my story. You can't fire me. Look, all right. All right. Just relax. Then I quit. You're not, you're not hot. You can't, you want to quit from getting the $14 worth of beer? Hmm? Look, I'm going to. I already drank the beer. <laughs> what are you talking about? I drank all the beer already. How are these empty all of a sudden? I drink fast. Well, then I'll take the check. All right. Get out of here. I'll leave. Okay. I'm going to catch the subway. <laughs> With my new shoes. Okay, all right. <laughs> Super small. <laughs> so people around this time realized that William kept firing people, but he was not hiring anybody to replace them. Mm-hmm. They noticed. <laughs> In March, the legal department, the police department, and the welfare department had no heads. There was nobody running any of them. 
And then on St. Patrick's Day, oh boy, a massive flood hit the city and caused two hundred and fifty million dollars in damage and killed forty-seven. Was it just piss? Oh. I fired the draining system. <laughs> uh, well, I bet people aren't going to have sore feet when they're swimming to school, are they? <laughs> I prayed for this to happen for you, sir. I prayed all night. So lights and elevators were out at City Hall. And with all the damage... That night, Williams still managed to hold a meeting of the Henry George Club at City Hall. The press, quote, sandwiches and coffee were served all around while the mayor's single-tax intimates took turns relating how the flood could have been avoided if the world at large had accepted the Henry George theories of economics. What? How? 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 Well, a bunch of land would have soaked that up. Think about it. Don't be stupid. Come on now. Everybody enjoy those finger cookies. Come on now. William then vetoed a $100,000 grant to the Red Cross for, a, for flood aid. Jesus Christ. I mean, hit the softball. <laughs> Just go, do one of the things. One. We don't need it. No. The city uh, council overrode his veto. William wrote letters for city workers stating they were starving and told them to cash the letters at grocery stores. And I'll, uh, is that cash or charge? Letter from the mayor. <laughs> Thank you. Um, That's not currency, sir. I just want my $14 worth of beer. What? Just give me the $14 worth of beer. I have a letter from the mayor. <laughs> if you don't, I'll drive my truck through the building. All right. Uh, instead of money, I've got a mayor letter and a book for you. <laughs> Here you go. And a hat made of raven. <laughs> mm? Let's make a deal. In October, William fired the city treasurer. Now there was no one to sign any checks. Perfect. Nothing was being paid. The city council refused to vote on his new treasurer pick, and he said he resign, would resign if they did not vote. And they didn't vote, so William went to the city clerk and gave him a note that read, quote, I hereby resign from the office of mayor of the city of Pittsburgh, effective immediately. What? I can't believe after all this, he might have just fired himself. A couple hours later, he oh. decided he did not want to resign oh. and went to the city clerk to take it back. But in those two hours, the city council had met, quickly accepted it, and Hurry, hurry, in. hurry, hurry, hurry. Move, 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 go. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, oh, my fucking God. <laughs> I take it back. Fuck you. It's like a NASCAR pit crew. <laughs> Yeah. Psst, yeah. Psst, psst. <laughs> He's out. And they had already sworn in a new mayor to replace him. Who's the new mayor? Yeah, I, say bozo. Say Please catch. say bozo. I want catch. Give me catch. Oh, it's this guy. Oh. It's Cornelius Scully, who was a huge single land tax advocate. Whack-a-mole, bitches. I'm back. <laughs> oh, boy. Excuse me? William went back to law, and then he ran for Congress. Oh. While campaigning, he rode a steer in front of City Hall while swinging a lasso. I mean... and This makes no fucking sense! <laughs> 
They love him. They thought that he was yeah. fighting corruption. Right, right. But he was really just fighting for him. And it was the whole, well, we spent too much money. That's the problem. Right, but You're you like, take oh, it that's away. That's not the problem. Right, yeah, right. Uh, he didn't win the election, but he did hold up a lot of traffic. Yeah. I've never produced bullshit faster. <laughs> but he kept running for office, and somehow in 1944, he was elected to the state legislature by 26 votes. He only lasted one term and then was voted out. In 1948, he ran for the Pennsylvania House, but lost. And that year, he was in St. Louis, and he put his wife on a train. She was going to Texas to visit family. And right then, after the train pulled out, he suffered a massive heart attack and fell over dead. Not fans. I don't know what everyone's problem is. Here, live, not fans. They hate freedom. <laughs> I can only imagine what Catch did. Here, take my heart. Mm, mm, mm. Ah, please. If he goes, I'll go too. Go meet that rude god. Uh, sources. Uh, <laughs> Wicked Pittsburgh by Richard Gazarek. Uh the Pittsburgh Press, the Pittsburgh Sun-Telegraph, the Baltimore Sun, Chicago Tribune, Pittsburgh Press, uh, Pittsburgh Post-Gazette. crazy. Completely insane. Completely insane. Have you ever heard Completely. of this guy? No. Yeah, no. I no. mean, that is totally fucking nuts. It, it really is like we have so many of those now, kind of, but never yeah. on that level of success. Like, we have, like, a lot of those in Congress who, like, are, you know what I mean? But he, in the... Well, he's very... He's very Trumpian. Very, yes, but he got, I mean, he was able to do so, <laughs> sir, run. He was able to do so much. Yeah. I mean, so by doing so little. Yeah. It really is just like, it, again, it's like the, the absence of government. Right. Which is appealing in some ways, but not when it's put on the back of citizens. So you're like, instead of promising to do stuff, I'm going to remove all these things that you think are superfluous and unnecessary but in reality, then you're like, but I'll give a tax cut to the richest people in the country. Like, but he just did that part where he just, I mean, he was fueled purely by spite. Yeah, well, he did have the weird ideology. Sure, but it was never coming to pass. No, it's completely just batshit crazy. It was never going to happen. <laughs> and there were more Georgians then than there will ever be. And it just was something that never was going to happen. Right. Oh, it's almost like, you know, how people play fantasy football and they're like, you should fire the coach, fire the jet. And then that guy became mayor right. or the coach of the team. <laughs> right, yeah. It was like, I'll fire everyone. All the coordinators, fuck them. <laughs> like, get them out of here. What do they actually do? A lot. Like, a lot of stuff. At kind of everything. They make it all work. We don't need cleats. Yeah. I'm cutting our budget in half. <laughs> we don't need shoes. <laughs> fuck it. But, yeah, I mean, you like, you get it. You Like, I mean, again, it's like you get, like, you get hating government, but the salute, the people we put in the positions to solve it are all, I mean, they're like this. Like when you're, like when you have no fucks left to give, you're like, fuck it, let's throw the Hail Mary. You're like, it's first and 10. <laughs> let's go. It's the first quarter. We're going to win this shit. I mean, my steer ready. Uh, I don't I'm going to lasso a woman. What's with all the flags? I fire the refs. Fuck it. We use a soccer ball. Huh? I mean, the fact that, he, that a poll came out that said he was still super popular, he probably would have won the next election. 
the resignation move is just, uh, yeah, I mean, really, how long could this have gone on? That was a plot twist, though. I did not that see was, that coming. Yeah. yeah, but how else would it end? You'd have to kill him or you'd all know who he was. No, of course, at the end, he, like, fired himself. I mean, it just makes total sense that he was like, I'm fired. And they were like, okay. He's like, yeah, that'll teach me, them, me. Wait, oh. shit. Her low to heaven. I've overfired. Will you have a new hero? I don't. Mm -mm. I don't think I'll tell anybody about this man. <laughs> I think it's buried and it should stay buried. I can't believe that happened here. Like, <laughs> kind of a hometown hero in a way, though. Right? <laughs> no. Uh uh. You've learned some stuff about how to be. I want. I haven't. I want you to start on your radio show pushing for the idea for that to be a statue. At the airport. <laughs> yep. At the With airport. With Franco and George Washington <laughs> and that guy. <laughs> At on the, the airport. Bowl. On the bull with the lasso. <laughs> when people get here and, and want to know what we're all about, we don't fuck around. We yeah. show them. You ain't going home. <laughs> what? You're furloughed. <laughs> I'm sorry? You live here now. Welcome to Pittsburgh. You're fucking fired. <laughs> what do you mean? You're fired. Ladies and gentlemen, I uh, just wanted to let you all know we landed no problem. Everyone on the plane has been fired from their jobs. <laughs> And your luggage has been thrown in the water. <laughs> what? When you take your shoes off, they just never give them back to you. <laughs> On the plane? <laughs> Where are my shoes? They were given to some children. <laughs> so, isn't that cool? <laughs> Who's the pilot? A priest. We let him up there. He had a medal. <laughs> FAA allows it. Would you give like it up book? for... Oh, what? I was just going to give you a book. Never mind. Okay, shut up, Dave. Give it up for Bill Crawford, our guest, everybody. We appreciate it. Thank you so much for coming out. Bless you. Thank you, Pittsburgh. Thank you. What's your legacy? Miami-Dade residents produce six pounds of trash daily. Much of that is plastic and will remain in our environment long after we're gone. Be part of the solution. Eliminate single-use plastic. More at miamidade.gov slash plastic-free 305.